Here's your problem. You haven't been listening to MileHighRadio.com. Thank you for being a friend. Travels down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Good morning. Good morning. I am Deb Creer, the socialite, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And we're going to deviate just a little bit today to talk about. For those of you who know me, one of my all-time favorite subjects, which is college football. But more importantly, we're going to be talking about social media and college athletics. And so I am delighted today that we have not one, but two guests with us. So please, let's welcome Vaughn Williams and Libby Knight. Hi, guys. How are we doing? Good morning. Good morning. Perfect. Are you Hello. there, too? Great, Libby. You sound fabulous. So before we start, I want to give both of your bios so that our listeners know a little bit about who you guys are. So Vaughn Williams is the Director of Athletics at Kennesaw State University in Kennesaw, Georgia. For those of you who are a little unfamiliar with Georgia, KSU is the third largest university here in the state, and the way it's growing, it could move up in those ranks really pretty fast. So uh, anyhow, prior to assuming his role, Vaughn was an associate athletics director at the University of Connecticut. Mr. Williams received his bachelor's degree in sports management from the University of Massachusetts and his master's degree in administrative studies from Boston College. He was also a four-year letter winner in football at UMass. Vaughn's responsibilities at Kennesaw I'm going to have trouble saying that every time this morning. We'll just say KSU. Vaughn's responsibilities at KSU involve strategic planning, facility master planning, rebranding, and building a football program. He is responsible for 17 intercollegiate sports programs. He sits on the president's cabinet and oversees a staff of over 90 employees. And then Libby is the Assistant Director of Athletics Communications. She is in her second year at KSU after being appointed to this position back in July of 2012. In her role at K-State, at K-State, see, you can tell I'm, a, I'm formerly a Big 12 person, at <laughs> Kennesaw State, oh, I know, isn't it just horrible? Libby serves as the primary contact for women's soccer, women's basketball, and softball, as well as the KSU Spirit Squad, including the cheerleaders and dance teams, while assisting with other sports as needed. She also helps oversee and maintain daily content of the official athletics website and the various OWL they are the owls, the KSU owls, social media platforms. She assists with the management of interns and student workers and helps to develop video initiatives. And along with these roles, Libby also leads the athletics communications, social media efforts, and serves as the co-chair of the department's social media committee. Whew. Wow. Welcome again to both of you guys. Thank you. Thank you much for having us. Having us very good. And we are the Owls. Yeah. Kennesaw, Georgia, just north of north of Atlanta. Yes, yes. You know, I am a buff. I'm a buff to the bone, but I am developing an affinity for the Owls. And um, I'm proud to say that here before too long, you guys will be playing football. So we'll be getting into that a little bit. But first, let's take a step back. Um, and I want to talk a little bit, Vaughn, about why you really have embraced social media. Um, you know, it's something that especially athletic directors and collegiate sports people 
have a, shall we say, love-hate relationship with, but you absolutely love it. And I realized this when I heard the brand-new football coach, Brian Bohannon, speak, and he was so funny. He told the audience that he wasn't allowed to tell people he had been hired because you had to tweet about it first. So, you know, why have you really embraced social media? Well, I think it's, uh, well, my staff, I have a great team that told me I, I better get with the times. <laughs> but uh, other than having a great team that's keeping me, uh, keeping me ruddered in the right direction, it really is about, uh, you know, change and relevance. And I think for a mid-major program like Kennesaw State at this time, social media gives us uh, the, the ability, it gives a lot of people the ability to give us a platform Mm-hmm. Uh, to really uh, brand the institution, brand what we're doing, create buzz, create excitement. So if you're not doing it, especially for us, that's kind of the equalizer for us. You know, we're not going right. to be on uh, ABC and uh, and radio all the time, and so we can create our own relevance, our own branding, and 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 really inform our public and those that not know about us. Uh, and, and that's what people are doing right now. And mm-hmm. that's what the young people are doing. That's what a lot of people are doing. Not that just the young people. So it's uh, an amazing, uh, it's an amazing thing that's happened. This Twitter and all this kind of stuff. But we're trying to take advantage of it for the good for the university. Right. You know, and I'm I'm sure it's very important to you because, uh, as I briefly mentioned, you are building the football program. You have some great uh, other intercollegiate athletic programs right now, but you are getting ready to launch football. So let's talk about the fact that you know you are doing that. You know, let's let's let people know uh, the the hows and whys of that, but also how it's very important as a recruiting tool for the university. Oh, and there's no doubt, uh, once again, uh, football at Kennesaw State and most inst- uh, institutions across this uh, great country of ours has football as a, as a part of that institution, as part of fabric, as a part of that uh, community, as part of something that a football game day uh, can do, something that some sports or some things just can't do, and it has its place. And so for us, it definitely is a university mission. And so we've been thinking about it for 25 years, and finally we were able to get the to go ahead and uh, an approval uh, from our Board of Regents downtown and give us the ability to start this program, which will start in 2015. Mm-hmm. As you know, we hired Brian Bohannon, and, and yes, the night that I did uh, uh, the day, the night that I made the announcement, I tweeted it out because I was so excited all week. <laughs> I was, oh, I want to feed this thing, you know, because you get addicted mm-hmm. to this stuff, right? Because you right. want to oh, be able yeah. to give information, and people want that information, and you're you're trying to produce buzz and trying to produce the brand, but it's all about bringing that awareness to Kennesaw State, and that's what football is about for us. Once again, you're trying to produce options for the students of nowadays. Not everybody likes watching football. Not everybody wants to go to a football game, but the job of us, different departments on campus beyond the academic side, dance, and all these different things is to offer options, offer experience, offer memories. Uh, that we can provide that make this a viable and competitive uh, for students who want to come mm-hmm. here. And so that's what football is all about. And social media, no doubt, has played a part in everything that we've done from the, the day we introduced to the day we thought, you know, we were going to do this to the day we got a coach to the day uh, we started recruiting and all those different things that are that we're able to do. But that's how we've been informing the public and we've been getting a lot of buzz. Right. 
You know, and, and I know people who really aren't familiar with collegiate athletics sometimes mm-hmm. wonder, you know, about the importance of a sports program. And, and you know, I'm, I have a, a big past with the University of Colorado, worked very closely with them. And one of the things that we learned there was, you're, you're right, you know, not every student cares, wants to know about any athletic program, but it raises the visibility just overall, you know, and, and we always saw that when we had major games and, and, you know, unless you're a Duke or UConn, we're talking about football, um, you know, but when you had a, a major game that was televised, you saw the interest go up, you know, both obviously with, with athletics, but overall, because, you know, now granted we had some pretty scenic things there in Colorado that we were showing people and, you know, not to knock the owls, but when you have a live Buffalo running, it it is, you know, rather, rather interesting. Um, But, but we did see that interest would, would speak, would, would peak. And that was why we wanted to have the major games on major television networks, Um, you know, and, and obviously uh, Kennesaw, state will have to build up to that level but it is a way for people who have never known about the university just to know about it in general yes let me let me give you a little snapshot of what's going on here just by when i was you know before football started we have some great things here i think i surpassed you know 300 400 followers on you know to get to a thousand just based on football people want to know about it Mm -hmm. Uh, you got recruits following you uh, we've already sold a thousand, just over a thousand tickets, uh, season tickets already. We're two years out, but a lot of those people are new people, and so that mm-hmm. shows you what football can do. Uh, we're in the papers, uh, you know, the Sunday paper, Saturday paper. People want to follow it. We're in Georgia. Uh, nothing against Colorado, you know, they love their football too. In Georgia, they love their football as well, and it's mm-hmm. a big part of the communities here. Mm-hmm. So, it has done so much. Uh, so many people are following us. I know that our, our scores are going up in clout and everything else uh, on the media side, and, and that is and that is what's bringing the relevance. That gives us a platform to talk about Kennesaw State. It gets the platform for people to come here. Any recruit that has come on campus they, from all over the state of Georgia gets to see this campus and gets to bring that story back, and that's what sports are all about, right? you got mm-hmm. 10,000 people right. coming to a venue. They hope they go back and they tell 10 people. Now we've got 100,000 people knowing about what's going on. So that's the multiplier. That's the difference maker. And that's why it made so much sense. And that's why the students wanted it and our alumni wanted it. And uh, thank God the uh, Board of Regents allowed us to go forward with it. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, it, my emphasis is always that it is a student athlete. You know, these, these are kids that are not just coming to play softball, lacrosse, football, whatever. They are here for that education. You know, and, and whether you're one of the, the really top level programs, you know, obviously here in, in Georgia, we, we have some, some good ones both in the state and, you know, very, very close by. Or, you know, you're a community college. Athletics is a way for many students to, to get that education. And to me, that's one of the really big benefits to, to having all of this. And through social media, you can be talking about, you know, the, the, the grade point averages that these athletes have and, you know, all the various programs that they study. You know, long gone are the days when the athletes only got uh, a degree in PE. You know, now we have them in international studies and mathematics and they're pre-med and, you know, all of these various things. And it's, it's you know, social media is a great way to be able to promote that. And I'm sure that's where Libby really comes in with, you know, getting that message out there that they aren't here just for sports. They're here to get those degrees. 
Absolutely, yeah. We're at um, the athletic communications department as well as the marketing department. The two, uh, our two departments, kind of work together um, to to get our message out there to promote our students, athletes, both the student side and the um, athlete side, obviously. Well, and, you know, it is it is a tool that reaches so many people because obviously you're not trying to reach just potential students, but you're also trying to reach their parents. Um, you know, any any parent, whether they're sending their child across town to go to college or across country, they can get a flavor of what a university is like by following them on social media. Absolutely. It's a, a social media, we kind of look at it as a, you know, it's a snapshot into um, the university into what Vaughn is doing on a day-to-day basis with his personal um, Twitter handle, with uh, each sport uh, Twitter handle. Um, you know, like you said earlier, I cover the um, soccer team, and our assistant coach for the soccer team, she does a great job of kind of giving a behind-the-scenes, this is what we're doing during preseason, this is what we're doing on, on road games. So it's really a, an insight into what uh, – what we're doing uh, as a program and as a university. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it, it's interesting to see how it all comes together, um, you know, and, and, and I'm sure that in a lot of ways it's kind of like herding cats because you have people who are, you know, it's six, you know, sometimes 17 years old all the way up to, uh, you know, more mature, shall we say, coaching staff do you have difficulties with kind of getting a a central message that you want them to, to put out there? You know, is it, you know, do you have policies and procedures in place as to to how they should, shall we say, behave on social media? Yeah, we're, um, we do have um, policies that are, that are in place, but we're also, uh, we're also kind of working um, to, to streamline that a little bit better. We, uh, we decided earlier in the summer that we were going to put together a social media committee um, with myself and um, two other people from the marketing department and uh, two coach representatives to kind of um, better streamline our, uh, our social media efforts and um, having a dedicated message throughout the uh, entire athletic department. Obviously, each team has their own identity, but, mm-hmm. you know, an overarching theme for, for KSU Athletics is definitely something that we're trying to get the message out and to, to better promote uh, through, throughout the university. Right. You know, do you find, and, and I don't know if this is a question for Libby and or Vaughn, that you have some coaches that are hesitant to, to use this medium? Because, unfortunately, we've seen bad things that have happened, and, you know, we'll kind of discuss some of those, but... But when you have a coach who says, you know, it's going to take too much time, it's going to draw away from the message, we could have problems, how do you handle that? Well, I think uh, that we've been very, very fortunate and very, very lucky. Um, A lion's share of our coaches understand uh, that this is necessary. You know, Mm -hmm. for us, it's not something that you can (laughs) shy away from. We Mm -hmm. need it. Uh, we need it because of our, you know, we're, we're our, you know, being a mid-major program, all hands on deck, so to speak, uh, as regards to us going in the community. Uh, now we go into that social, that social media community as well, and we mm-hmm. all have to be on board and understand. So we've been fortunate. Most of them understand uh, the necessity uh, that it's, you know, 
this is not a, uh, you know, this is a part of what we have to do of our responsibility to make sure that we can inform as many people as we can. And I think now Libby and her team are, are definitely now, you know, trying to gauge and direct a little bit more how we can be more powerful, how we can mm -hmm. be more strategic. And that's what it usually takes. It takes some strategy. It takes some, okay, this coach, that coach. But how are we going to really push that message out? And so we've been educating our staff about what you need to have, what, what we need to do, you know, how the hashtag is so important and how we mm -hmm. need to really make sure that those things are forefront and showing the magnitude of that and saying that even the 90-plus people that are on our staff, we all can we all can do a little bit to help to magnify our brand and to help sell what's easy. We're all doing it. Let's do it in more strategic fashion. Mm -hmm. So we've got right. some people, and I and, I, and I've learned a lot from my team. There's a lot of there's a lot of <laughs> young and uh, you know, and I wouldn't say young, but they, they're just tech savvy, mm -hmm. and you know, and they're checking me sometimes. So they call me, hey, you can't do that, you know, you got to do this, mm -hmm. or hey, right. how about that? And mm -hmm. so I think that's what it takes to understand how you do it, and uh, and then we can talk about what, what we're trying to do to train our student athletes later. But mm -hmm. I think our mm -hmm. staff really gets it, and our coaches right. really get it. Well, and, and I'll to continue me, that saying that uh, our uh, our our coaches have done just an amazing job of kind of running with Twitter and and Facebook and doing what they need to do. Obviously, you do you know occasionally have the coach that doesn't want to the head coach that doesn't want to get on Twitter or whatever, but they have a, a staff member right. or mm -hmm. you know one of the athletic communication staff that covers that team that can take up the mantle for them and kind of run with it and. I'll do a, a special shout out to our our football staff because they're just they've just been amazing as far as social media is concerned. They're out there. They're tweeting from the football handle. They're tweeting from their personal handles. It's just been great to see kind of what what they've been doing throughout their first couple of months on the job, and and really proud of of their effort to kind of get into the community and get into the university community to spread their message. Mm -hmm. Well, and to me, what you're talking about is exactly what a business has to think about also. You know, you've got the different departments in a business, you know, maybe it's sales, marketing, PR, you know, whatever. And and there are people who think, Ugh, I don't want to do that, you know, and, 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 and for a business, it really is all about providing a consistent message. And, you know, athletics is fun and it's great, but in the end, it is a business. And so it is all about exactly what you were saying, building that brand, making sure you have that consistent messaging that's, that's going out. And the nice thing is... You know, as as you just mentioned, Libby, you've got and and Vaughn, you know, you've got a, a for for most of the sports, for actually for all of the sports, there's more than one coach. So you know, if the the head coach doesn't want to do it, well, there's an assistant coach or an intern or somebody who who really is familiar with the technology and can carry that mantle and and get that messaging out there. Absolutely, it's definitely. I've been um, very pleased to to see all the different coaches and. And support too. I um, mean, our compliance department has a Twitter handle, and they tweet out, you know, tips and and rules and reminders. And but also, there's a fun side of them too. Obviously, mm -hmm. you think compliance, you know, it's it's not, you know, it's not the the shiny part of the athletic department, but it's still they have fun with with their Twitter handle and kind of, you know, letting the community see the fun side of compliance, mm -hmm. but also doing their job and getting the right. rules mm -hmm. and the tips and the reminders out. Mm -hmm. Well, and from a compliance perspective, you know, now that you're moving into football, 
it it is really important that the community and that boosters and supporters know what they can and cannot do. So that's that's a great way to be able to provide that information out there. And and I'm sure you know it, it, social media in general adds to compliance in the fact that they have to be monitoring you know what's going on what are the 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 student athletes putting out there you know is that all appropriate you know it it it, social media has added such a different level of communication whether it's athletics or business or just for fun that it it really is a challenge a lot of times but it's a fun challenge yeah you're right it is a challenge and i think uh you you got to remember everything that you represent and what social media can can be. It, I mean, this thing follows you. It's a different day uh, than uh, you know the resume uh, followed you forever. This is a different. Mm-hmm. So we just had orientation this past week. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week we bring all of our student athletes in for a four to five hour uh, sit down and go through different elements of campus and you know the responsibilities and accountability, all those different things that now. The, the, the privilege uh, that they, you know, they sign and the agreement that they made. And now it's time for us to educate them and help mm-hmm. them. And we told, brought in a social media specialist. And uh, the social media specialist came in and talked about all the different things and how this thing is a powerful tool and what it can do and what it can't do mm-hmm. and how it should be used. And actually, uh, this person, uh, this company, uh, befriended a couple of our student athletes mm-hmm. and without them knowing. And mm-hmm. really, you know, said, hey, uh, does anybody know these names? And so right. some student mm-hmm. athletes look around and go, oh, yeah. And so mm-hmm. to point out real time of really <clears throat> because it's a little so lax and so easy to do, some are not thinking about really the totality mm-hmm. of what this thing is. And so to really give them real time going, this is not how you use this. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. you know, this is how you use right. this. This is what it is, and this is what it is. And so – We've got to continue to educate everybody in the department mm-hmm. uh, and also uh, the next generation about, you know, how this tool can be used powerfully, how it can be followed, your responsibility as you're protecting your brand, and also mm-hmm. you're part of the Owl brand. Right. So once you come in here, you're just not yourself. You know, you represent your family mm-hmm. and you represent Kennesaw State. So mm-hmm. we've got to make sure that you, you understand those responsibilities. Right. You know, and, and whether it's a student or a staff person or a coach or, or whoever, I think, you know, or just people out in, in general, they tend to sometimes get caught up in the moment. You know, they, they want to post something on Facebook that they're emotional about, you know, whether it's, you know, a TV show that they just saw or a game that they just won or lost or, you know, something that's in the news. And we all have to learn, you know, take that deep breath, take that step back and think about, okay, I always tell people, think about what, what would happen if your grandmother read what you just posted, you know, or a future employer or your coach or, you know, for you guys, what happens if the NCAA reads something? You know, you always have to think about what that is because, you know, th- those last forever. Um, on Twitter, it's really funny, you know, they announced this initiative and then it kind of went away, but it it, it is Almost to the point of functioning, the U.S. Library of Congress is archiving every single tweet. You know, now it's in, it's not that the general public can go in and search for them, but if you have a good reason to, a good compelling reason to, as in a lawyer <laughs> or, or somebody like that, you can easily go back in at, at some point in the, in the not too distant future and search through tweets. So it's it's very important for people to realize this is not the place to vent, to be emotional. You know, it's 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 
okay to be positive. And you can even be negative, but just remember that could exist out there for 10, 20, 30 years. Yes, yes, you're, you're totally right. And I think we just need to continue to educate people how to use this powerful tool the right way. And, mm-hmm. that's, and that's everybody. That had to do with student athletes and that had to do with the general student population and everybody. But we have to just continue to educate people. And, mm-hmm. it's, and, and, and once again, I think it poses challenges for communication as well. And that, that's something that we're trying to, uh, some things that I talked about to the, to the, in the orientation was about one of the number one things we need to continue to do is work on communication uh, from student athlete to coach. You know, you mm-hmm. can't communicate over a tweet. You can't communicate <laughs> over Facebook. Right. You know, you got to know somebody and you mm-hmm. have to talk to them. And, uh, and there's so much that a tweet uh, can you know can transfer and if used mm-hmm. wisely can do the things that we want it to do but if used not appropriately it can really damage relations can damage right. communication lines mm-hmm. and cannot get the message across that we need to do and it's a way that you can't confront uh, confront people and their fears and what they need to be confronting people with so mm-hmm. well and of course we lose the context you know it might have been funny when it was originally posted. Or, you know, maybe it was supposed to be sarcastic or whatever. But when you're looking at it hours, days, weeks, you know, whenever later, we don't know that context. And I think that's where it gets really complicated, you know, whether you're using social media for fun or for business or, you know, to promote your brand, all those various things. We don't always realize those things. You know, we're not going to go back and look at the, the tweets that were prior and the tweets that came after to see what that context is. I think that's where athletes, you know, are, are kind of trips up on occasion. Yeah, definitely. It's, I mean, you can't read tone over a tweet, over mm-hmm. a Facebook message, you know. And to further that, I mean, you, like you said, you post a, a tweet and maybe it's in a stream of tweets that makes sense, but maybe take that out of context to something where, you know, the, the public isn't sure what they, what they mean. Mm-hmm. That's, it's a, it's an ongoing education seminar, really, mm-hmm. for, for the community, right. for the student athletes. You know, and, and, Unfortunately or fortunately, you know, in, in this, this day and age, athletes and celebrities really seem to be uh, – the public scrutiny for them is is huge. You know, and, and it's – sadly, there are a lot of people out there who watch for people to mess up. Um, and but, – but it also is, uh, you know, one of those weird things where – you know, they do take things out of context. And, and sometimes they do it on purpose. Sometimes they do it on accident. But it, it is kind of a, a little minefield that we have to watch. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I think uh, it comes with a great responsibility. And those positions have always become with a great responsibility. So uh, I, I think it's all about choices. And uh, mm-hmm. once again, I think uh, if you're a, a professional athlete or a, a college athlete, it is a privilege. And so you have to understand that with that privilege becomes responsibility. Mm-hmm. And you have to, and that's what you signed up for. So it's a choice. If you don't want to have the, you know, the other side, you can't have the other side. So that's mm-hmm. a, just like training, just like working out, just like going to rehab, just like going to class, getting the best grades, reaching your potential in the classroom, being a better teammate, serving your teammates and others. Uh, the same thing goes with how you handle social media mm-hmm. and where it's going to be. And it has to be a paid the same attention as that. And so we really started to, and a lot of schools out there, you know, they have people just following, you know, following those aspects. And we don't mm-hmm. have uh, all the uh, financial resources to do that, but we do monitor and see, and we have to, 
And so, mm-hmm. you know, me, I, I follow some of our student athletes, and uh, I think you need to from each team just mm-hmm. to see what's going on, right. see what's out there, um, mm-hmm. see if there's anything that you need to be aware of that can make sure that they're doing the right thing and then confront them and let them know, hey, you know, we're going to make mistakes, but this is this is a part of the growing process, not to mm-hmm. keep it to, to, you know, have a, you know, a big brother watching over them, so to speak, but to have them so we can make sure that they understand what they need to be doing and their responsibilities mm-hmm. and how they can correct that and right. do it effectively. So there's this to change the mode. You can change that conversation a little bit, I, I get, but we got to make sure. Uh, that you know you're not it's not negativity coming out of uh, your camp and those type of things you're not speaking about uh, the owls or the administration in one way there's other ways to vent uh, those type of things uh, and, and once again if you're in recruiting and all those different things that we can't do all those things so we've got to be mindful of our relationship we have to be mindful of what we're saying because some of those are rules and, and violations are not appropriate for that time mm-hmm well and what I love is that your student athletes are actually getting a, a a big benefit from you guys because you're teaching them how to be adults and how to be professional and and all of those various things that they will need to know later on in life and many other students don't get that training you know and and so then they mess things up so that it, it costs them jobs or they don't even get that job interview. And your student athletes have a leg up on that because they've received training from you on how to, to behave like a professional. Well, I, hope, I mean, that's the, that's the, that's the goal hopefully is that we tell them everything that we're doing uh, is to help them in their brand and mm-hmm. get ready for the, I always say the chess game of life, right? You play mm-hmm. checkers when you're in high school and now you're right. playing the chess game mm-hmm. and it's got different dynamics to it. And every piece of it, we're trying to help them to succeed, to be the next leaders, to protect their brand, to understand their brand, to understand mm-hmm. who they are, how they can influence uh, different things, their friends, their peers, and, and how they become responsible and become servants uh, of their companies or whatever that passion mm-hmm. or vocation that they choose. But uh, there's always an action and an opposite reaction. There's something, there's something that nothing's free. And mm-hmm. they need to just know that for every action, there's an opposite. You got to right. make choices. I always tell them, you got to make choices. Did you make a good choice or a bad choice? Let's make as many good choices, but understand why we make these good choices. And hopefully well, they spread that with others. And you just mentioned something that's so important, and whether it's a student athlete or, you know, an entrepreneur or, you know, whoever, it's not only the brand of the organization. We all have our own personal brand, and and we need to protect that because if we mess that up, it's next to impossible to, to fix that. So I think it's very important for, you know, whoever our listeners are to remember that what you're putting across on social media is your own personal brand also. It sure is, and I think about that every time when I tweet. You know, I just tweeted at us on the radio, you know, those, those type of things. <laughs> mm-hmm, but, I mean, right. and how much are you? You're welcome to our country any day, all right? Was, uh, <laughs> so, anyway, but I think you're right. It is important. It is a different day. It mm-hmm. is a different day than was when, you know, when I was going to college, probably when you were going to college. I mean, it's a different day, and it will continue to evolve. And so mm-hmm. because it's so easy for that information to be spread out and easy to the text and easy to do these things, it doesn't, it, it doesn't say that the brand is still there. There's those things, you need to protect it. You need to understand it. And you need to understand that, you know, to be a positive light in society and do the right things, you can have both. You can mm-hmm. use this tool effectively, but you also have to make sure that you're not hurting yourself in any way or compromising 
who you are just to try to be funny or mm-hmm. just to try to do this and that. You have to really balance that. So you got to let, you know, you can't control the, we always say, you know, let, don't let the basketball control you. You control the basketball. The same <laughs> thing is here. Don't mm-hmm. let media control you. You right. control the media. Mm-hmm. You control what it needs to be said and, and how things are going to be transported because it's going to stick with you for the rest of life. As you just said, uh, it's been all been logged in. And mm-hmm. uh, somewhere, someone can find it. So we mm-hmm. need to make sure that they understand that. Great. And well, along we are... with the, the social media training that they were given during the student-athlete orientation, there, there was also a part of it that was all about brand and their brand. Perfect. And, and showing, like, they gave the example of Peyton Manning as a, as a good brand, that he's out mm-hmm. there, that he's being positive, that you don't hear anything negative about him. But then they also showed n- negative brand um examples as well. I think one of the examples was Tiger Woods and kind of how he's, you know, gone from good to bad as far mm-hmm. as his brand is concerned. So it's definitely, um, along with the social media, brand is very, very important for our student-athletes to understand that it's not just the Kansas State brand, but also their personal one as well. Great. Well, we are already at the bottom of the hour, so we're going to go ahead and, and take our break. And when we come back, let's talk about the training that you give to these student athletes. Because, the, you know, it, like I've been saying, whether it's a student athlete or an entrepreneur, business person, you know, whoever, the same rules apply. So I really want to talk about, you know, how you are working with them, you know, the, the policies and procedures that you have in place. We'll talk about some of the bad people on social media. Of course, we're never, ever going to have any owls and any KSU people who do anything bad. But, you know, we've, we've seen some examples of, of, of what happens when things go wrong on social media. So we'll talk about all of those when we come back um, after the break. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Nothing says I love you more than milehighradio.com. Parenting is a rewarding experience that comes with challenges. Every parent experiences moments when they are overwhelmed or frustrated. Families First wants you to know you are not alone. Colorado parents can call 1-800-CHILDREN for answers, resources, and support. This free confidential support line can be the difference between struggling alone and finding the support you need to strengthen your family. Call 1-800-CHILDREN or visit www.familiesfirstcolorado.org. The Chelsea Hutchison Foundation is a Colorado nonprofit corporation formed by Julie and Doug Hutchison to help individuals, particularly children and young adults who have epilepsy. The main focus is to raise funds to provide grants for trained seizure response dogs that may be able to detect an oncoming seizure and provide warnings and or respond after the onset. The foundation also provides MFIT monitors for those in need. MFIT movement monitors are the latest technology for monitoring and individual who, during sleep, may experience seizures, which a caregiver or family member should be alerted to. The Chelsea Hutchison Foundation is named for Julie and Doug's beloved daughter, Chelsea, who died in her sleep during a seizure in April of 2009. The cause of her death is called SUDEP, or Sudden Unexplained Death in Epilepsy. During the six years that Chelsea had seizures, no one had ever told the Hutchisons that a seizure could take her life. As a result of that omission, the Chelsea Hutchison Foundation raises SUDEP awareness so other families are not blindsided in the same way that they were. For more information on the Chelsea Hutchison Foundation, please click on the banner ad right here on milehighradio.com. 
And we are back. I'm Deb Creer, the socialite, and I work with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And joining me today is Vaughn Williams and Libby Knight. So first and foremost, tell everyone how they can connect with Kennesaw State online uh, to get all of your information. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, we're all over all the different platforms. Um, you can find us on Facebook um, at facebook.com slash Kennesaw State Owls. Um, on Twitter, uh, it's KSU Owl Nation, so come follow us. We uh, we love getting new followers every day. Um, on uh, Instagram, if you search Kennesaw State Owls um, or hashtag go KSU Owls, uh, you might get your uh, photo up on our website. We, uh, we always or post and fan photos at hashtag GoKSUOwls. Um, so those are our, our big three platforms that we use. Um, and uh, uh, our, our two big hashtags that we like to use uh, on, on all of our platforms are GoKSUOwls and OurTimeKSU. OurTimeKSU kind of came from uh, from our, our big football push this year, mm-hmm. but we're also transforming it to, to the entire athletic department and university it's kind of our we want it to be our time this year and in the future perfect you know and and for people who aren't football fans but maybe they love soccer or you know basketball things like that i'm assuming that they can get the links for all of those just off of the the ksu owls website definitely yep yeah we have a a a brand new social media page that we've been designing all summer to uh, make it a lot more fan friendly for people to find um the the teams and and support staff and um, platforms that they want to follow all of us on. Um, so yeah, if you go to ksuals.com, you can find all of our information there, as well as on our, our Twitter and Facebook pages. Perfect. Great, great. Well, now, Vaughn, how do people connect with you on Twitter since that's your main platform? <laughs> it's uh, Kennesaw State AD. Uh, Kennesaw State, and you just have to put the Kennesaw, the full word, and state S T A D, and uh, that's how people follow my uh, my Twitter. And uh, so I'm 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 really loving it. It's a it's a neat thing. I, I wish they invented this when I was young, but I'd have been all over this Twitter stuff. I tell you. You know, and, and I'm just I amazed I don't use Twitter as much. Facebook is is kind of my platform, but I'm I'm watching you guys more and more on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, we're, well, definitely Twitter is our uh, is our big platform that we kind of push. Um, we're trying to do a little bit more with with Instagram as well now that they have have video and and visuals are such a big part of our culture this uh, in this day and age. Um, but Twitter is definitely the our main focus that we like to push because it's it's so interactive and we that's what we want. We want interactive fans. We want uh, it's not just a one way street where we're just giving the information. It's a two way street. We want you know fans to to tweet at us to communicate with us what they like what they don't like. I had a mm-hmm. somebody on um, Saturday night. We had a soccer uh, exhibition soccer match. Somebody was tweeting if we can bring umbrellas into the stadium because it was raining. So it was, it's just a great way to get communication out mm-hmm. and not you know just through the uh, through uh, our website, but something that's a little m- m- more quicker and can mm-hmm. reach uh, reach people faster. 
Well, and that's exactly what I tell people the reason they, they need to use and, and consistently use social media is to build those relationships with people. You know, we've got our websites, we put our content there, but it's all about engaging them in those conversations. Um, you know, there's, there's obviously good conversations, but sometimes there are bad conversations. How do you deal with it when a fan kind of crosses that line? Well, I, I think uh, I think there's a couple ways to deal with that. I don't think we've had a lot of it that I'm aware of, and we haven't had. Every now and then, I've you know, I've had a comment maybe on on Twitter, mm-hmm. and then I'll and I'll always uh, answer with a thank you for following. And mm-hmm. I think uh, when we have somebody that's following, somebody has compelling, uh, could be a negative comment or something of the sort, that does still mean that they're following us. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I, I don't. You know, we, we, we tell our people that this the forum for Twitter is not to uh, reply back in any negative manner or to criticize anybody that's following us have a problem. Mm-hmm. The, the, the call is to thank people for following us and thank them for their comments mm-hmm. and we'll move on. And hopefully we can inform them different wise, you know. You know, and... and... It's got to be difficult dealing with the, the the student athletes who might be criticized, and you know, and and you know, it's one thing for somebody to say, "Hey, you missed that basket or you dropped that pass," but you know, unfortunately, people sometimes go to an extreme. Um, you know, when I was in Colorado, we had a head coach who had his son as the quarterback. Now we're not going to you know discuss any of that. But the the son had a Facebook page, and things weren't going all that well with the team. You know, anybody who's familiar with CU kind of knows what happened. But unfortunately, what happened was people were saying absolutely horrible, even threatening things on Facebook. You know, when you have athletes and, and fans who are so passionate, do you have, you know, obviously you have to monitor that and, and work with those kids. And what happened was, you know, he ended up just completely deleting his page. You know, he, he didn't communicate on Facebook anymore. But how do you deal with that? You know, because it, a business could have the same thing happen. You know, you can't just ignore it. So what do you do? Well, I think you got to, I think, and, and this is, a, that's a great question. And I, I think there's ways to, I think, in any situation to try to point to uh uh, to the positive light in anything that's happening, and so I think it's, it's important. I don't, I don't, I'm necessarily not a, a silent person, uh, so I think I would respond in a very silent and respectful manner, mm-hmm. but not into to make it a, a conversation over Twitter about right. who's right mm-hmm. and who's wrong. Um, I do think it does point out to one faction that probably hasn't been figured out. You know, before you get the letter, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the letter, the hate, you know, the uh, the dislike mail, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, the hate mm-hmm. mail, if you want to call it, and you know, and and, and you put that away, and you, you, your cabinet, and you know, all those type of things. Well, now, because our student athletes are so open and out in the open, that we have to tell them address uh, things a little bit differently. And I think they should be more. Uh, we talk about in our in our policy, be a little bit more secret about who you're spending your Facebook with. You know, mm-hmm. uh, make sure that you use those things of privacy and all that, so you. You just don't have any friend looking at what you want to do because anybody mm-hmm. can post on and, and catch on. So you got to try to limit that stuff. you got to try to help uh, eliminate some of that by not exposing yourself as too much. But there's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. We cannot stay. You, you are not protected fully 100%. And I think all you can do is try to take, uh, you know, the high road and everything that you do as an institution and as individuals mm-hmm. to say this is a part of it. 
and this is a, and make it into a, a lesson of growth. Make it into a lesson of there's going to be people out there when you're out there in the public eye. They're not going to like everything that you do, and not not going to be supportive, and they're going to say things that you do not like. Well, how do we handle this? And uh, and so I think you have to teach them that way. So having been through the situation verbatim and can't say that, but that's my logic of it. How do you educate? How do you eliminate as much as you can? And then how do you take the high road and make sure mm-hmm. that people uh, that you're you're not allowing this voice to be hey, you know, I'm very supportive of what's going on. You can send a, a tweet out saying you're, you know, I'm the AB and I'm very supportive of everything that's going on in our football program or those type of things. And mm-hmm. you know, be positive as you can, but you're never going to do that. You're going to have as many of those people now that you've ever had that are going to be on social media trying to attack. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Libby, walk us through the, the training that you provide to these student-athletes. Um, well, a lot of the training we do is through our, our student-athlete success services um, department um, who did put uh, put together a, a, a orientation for the student-athletes during their overall uh, student-athlete orientation. That uh, The company that we had come in, an outside company, kind of train our student athletes. Uh, the first part was all about branding, like I mentioned before, mm-hmm. good brand versus bad brand, personal brand versus the overarching brand. Um, part two, as, as Vaughn mentioned earlier, was um, about social media and, you know, what to do, what not to do. Um, you know, we they had some people who followed our friends who friended them on, on Facebook and then, you know, obviously mm-hmm. showed the positive tweets and Facebook messages and posts that then also showed negative posts that I think really resonated with our student-athletes because if you're one of those, those student-athletes that have a maybe not great post on Facebook or on Twitter, you're going to, you know, and that's in front of your all your other fellow classmates that it really resonates with them that they don't want to be the one that's, you know, the negative person. They mm-hmm. want to be the positive person. Mm-hmm. So along with that, we also um, – uh, talk to our coaches and our, our support staff on kind of educating them as well because obviously before you educate the student athlete, you need to make sure that the coach and the and the compliance person and the athletic director and the um, athletic communication staff, that we're all on the same page as far as what, uh, what we're teaching these um, student athletes. So mm-hmm. we've actually put together a, a student athlete, or not, excuse me, not student athlete, but a social media manual for the staff Great. That kind of shows, you know, who, um, you know, who we are, some do's and don'ts, official hashtags, just a bunch of information in one place that, you know, you can go to for a quick resource. You mm-hmm. know, there's a, a handout that we also have in there that's got about eight or nine just really quick, here's what you should do, here's what you should do, shouldn't do, kind of just tips that, uh, that is a, has been a big help for, for all of our student-athletes, but also our staff. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, a, a lot of other collegiate programs have some pretty specific rules about what can and can't be posted, and it makes sense. I mean, you know, you don't want them posting about plays. <laughs> you know, um, There are some that say, you know, two hours before, two hours after a game, don't comment. Some of those are, you know, that way the heat of the moment is gone, you know, things like that. Do you guys have any procedures like that in place? Is it by team? You know, do the coaches develop? You know, so for football, it's going to be one thing. For basketball, it might be a little bit something different, or is it kind of an overall? type of process yeah right now we just we just had it uh each team has been very diligent about how they handle those things mm-hmm. uh but but this team that we put together this committee 
that Libya is chairing, we'll, that's a part that they'll get to about our future and if we'll need to do those things. But we haven't had to do it so far. Fortunately, we've had uh, our student athletes have been very, very good mm -hmm. about that time, and all of our coaches understand because we preach it all the time. Let the time go. You know, this, let's, let's have a cool down. And everybody almost believes the same philosophy. Uh, not to say that it hasn't happened. Mm -hmm. it, it has happened once or twice. And I think that's going to be the next step for us to try to start really regulating a little bit more of what we can do and have a foundation of understanding of how we have to go forward, but not mm -hmm. to this time. And I'll say that um, as far as athletic communication standpoint is concerned, we don't openly um, promote our student-athletes on social media. Right. Mm -hmm. That's a very big uh, debate going on right now um, at the uh, My Professional Conference in, mm -hmm. in June. That was a big topic of, of discussion as to do you promote your student-athletes? Mm -hmm. Do you put mm -hmm. them out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram? We've decided that we are not going to openly promote our student-athletes because they are 18 to 22-year-olds. Mm -hmm. You know, even the, the best student-athlete with the best intentions can have a bad night, can have a bad day, and mm -hmm. say something that they may regret later on. So that's, for us, it's nothing from our um, uh, overall site that uh, Casey Allenation will mention a Twitter handle of a student-athlete. There are times when we do have our individual sport Twitter handles that promote mm -hmm. student-athletes or mention student-athletes because obviously the coaches have a little mm -hmm. bit more free mm -hmm. reign over those. But overall, we just decided that we didn't want to put ourselves and the student-athlete in a situation that maybe isn't best for the university and mm -hmm. for the athletic department. Right. Yeah, because to me, that's also a privacy issue. You know, Vaughn mentioned before, you know, talking to the athletes about who they connect with, you know, who they're friending, all of those things. And the second the university then would start putting that information out there, the, the athlete kind of loses control over it. Absolutely. And, and I mean, even further, if somebody wants to find a student-athlete on Twitter, they're going to be able to, you know, dig and dig and dig until they mm -hmm. find that student athlete. But obviously, we're making it a little harder from not from not promoting it. But these are, you know, kids that are, you know, still learning about themselves, about, mm -hmm. you know, life and everything like that. So there's definitely some give and take as far as, you know, it's it is a, a personal thing. You know, it's it's their personal pages, it's their personal twitters. Obviously, they have to be smart and about what they post about mm -hmm. Kansas State and themselves. But at the same time, it is their area to to be creative and and be free with their mm -hmm. thoughts. Right. You know, and you want to encourage them to to do that because you know it, it's it would be just the same as if you said, "Gee, you can't talk to people on the phone." You know, you really want them to know that that's their space, but you know they they have to do it responsibly. You know, the cool thing about Twitter is, you know, hopefully you guys, the, the program will, will reach a point where you have some athletes that are, are fairly well-known or very well-known. And the, the really nice thing about Twitter is somebody can have multiple accounts. So, you know, you could have, say, the quarterback who has a, a very private Twitter page, but then he also has his more public persona where he's talking about, you know, what just happened in the game, you know, all of those various things. Definitely. That's that's a great point. You know, you can have multiple Twitter 
um, pages. You can't like on Facebook. We could have a, a page that people like right. and mm-hmm. you can post from versus the, their own personal mm-hmm. page that they friend people with. So it's definitely that's the great thing about social media is that is is the reach. So you can get to, you know, you look at student athletes from the you know from the bigger conferences and the bigger schools that they can reach so many people and and have a have an impact on so many kids and, and people out in the communities and public and, I mean, reaching all across the country that it's, it's really special mm-hmm. when you get that student athlete that can, can reach that many people and it has a positive impact for, uh, for all, all these people that are following them, that are friending, that are you know, following them on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. You know, and, and you mentioned something very big to, to me is that, you know, these student athletes, and I don't care if they're, you know, somebody who is the bench warmer who, you know, doesn't even play on the practice squad, up to the star athletes, they are role models. You know, they're role models to, to the, the, the other little kids that are out there, you know, all these various things. And, and kids do look up to them. And it's, you know, social media is a great way to either do good or do bad. Um, you know, I'm looking at an example here where the Ohio State quarterback, Cardell Jones, did a tweet last year. Now I'm sure everybody, you know, just this was one of those that people thought, oh dear, oh dear. Um, his tweet said, "Why should we have to go to class if we came here to play football? We ain't come to play school. Classes are pointless." Now I'm guessing he ran a lot of extra laps that day. <laughs> and yeah. but you know, it's it's one of those things where you know he just to, to all of those other student athletes that you know were, were high school elementary you know even younger they're looking at that going well you know sure we're we're just in in school to play no you know we mentioned it at the top of the hour the athletes you know even at that that elite level they still should be there to get that education right i and i'm a you know this is uh this is where we are and and it's a it's a game changer to uh, be able to come to a, a university or an institution or a college and, and have a chance to do something that you love, no doubt. Uh, and it's a privilege. We talk to our athletes all about that time. Our, our saying here is respect the privilege. Mm-hmm. Respect the privilege. We always tell them that this is not a right. It's the greatest country in the world that has college athletics. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only country in the world that has it the way we do. Mm-hmm. And we need to take advantage of what the real platform is about. And that's what the interesting part is. You take our student-athletes. We have 60% of our student-athletes over the last two years are at 3 or better. Okay? So the overall GPA, the 60% of the 3 wow. is around 90% I love it. at a 4 mm-hmm. Okay? So they're student-athletes. Mm-hmm. And so it is not about uh, the, the GPA, nor necessarily. Our graduation rate is around 20% higher than the, the, than the universities. Mm-hmm. That is the case across America for the mm-hmm. most part, sometimes, because of the structure, because of the different things, because of the life lessons, because of the mm-hmm. motivation, are intrinsic to what they do. But there is no doubt that is a part of it. And you choose, you choose, as I always say, you made a choice to come to college and to participate, uh, to be a student athlete. And the biggest part is helping them find that vocation. But that's a story that goes untold, and you can tell it all over the country, mm-hmm. right? Right. Uh, the magnitudes of the student-athletes that are doing it in the classroom, mm-hmm. doing it in their professional lives, doing it in the community. And we just got to make sure that we always remind, even in this time, day and age, that that is the importance. And so that tweet like that, uh, you know, goes against the fabric of what we is and can mm-hmm. damage, as we always tell them, your tweet impacts the whole department, mm-hmm. this university. It's not, it's not you. This is not an isolated 
uh, situation. You're not on your own when you you know you decide to come here and be a student athlete. You you represent all of us mm-hmm. in everything that you do. So uh, either get with the got to get with the whole thing about what it is to be team, and that's what we talk about: servant leadership, uh, respect the privilege, being the better teammate, and that that will pay for that. But mm-hmm. uh, sometimes you do have comments like that, I guess. Well, and, you know, unfortunately, we, we do tend to look at the negative more than we look at the positive. And that's what I love when the universities use social media to tell the positive story. You know, I just shared uh, last night a Facebook post that CU had put out there, that the University of Colorado put out there. It's about one of their football players. Now, he's a tiny boy. He is six feet, seven inches tall, and a little over 300 pounds. So he's 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 a very intimidating uh, player on the field, but it's talking about how he is from Africa. He has not seen his family in five years, but all of the community stuff that he is doing, he's uh, his uh, community where he lives, his his town back in Africa shoes are actually very difficult to come by and so he now has all the other players on the team sending their old shoes you know over and and you know a shoe that was you know gently worn to somebody who has no shoes is something that's that's fabulous and so to see when teams do this and we've seen other examples from you know lots of other college athletic programs where they're talking about the good things that their athletes do and to me that's probably one of the most important things that that we can be putting out there on social media you know it's great when the team wins when they go to tournaments you know all those things but i want to know you know the 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 things that make them human definitely and that's kind of where our um our social media community comes in is that when we're trying to be more strategic with our social media efforts it's working with my staff in the athletic communications department to find those stories to find those Mm -hmm. human interest stories um and discover them and make them public to the university because that's how you bring, you know, fans. You make a connection mm-hmm. with a, a student-athlete in the community. That's where you're going to get more fans. That's definitely something that us as a social media committee, that's our kind of our one of our major goals over this next coming year is to is to get those stories out there to put a face with our student-athletes, to put a story with our student-athletes to better promote them within the community. Right. You know, and, and, and it's, I'm sure it's a challenge because sometimes those kids don't want to, don't want that information out there. You know, they're private with what they're doing. So it's, it's kind of a, a tricky thing, but it is about letting them, you know, let their light shine, you know, and, and because, you know, whether it's that they go to the soup kitchen on the weekends or they help tutor, you know, all of those various things, it really is something that it's great stories to tell. So it can over, you know, we want it to, to really overtake those bad stories and and have the good stories about athletes out there. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because uh, last year we started an initiative even on our website, the Isles of Excellence. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you always hear about the athletic accolades, and we didn't want something to be that way. We, what we wanted to really do is send a message to our student athletes that to, ha- to be an Isle of Excellence, and we have it every month or whenever it comes up that we feel like we can nominate someone. Uh, right now, the, one of our volleyball players, Emily Bean, uh, you know, for her community, all these things that she's doing in the community to highlight that because we, once again, think that that inputs into their brand, that inputs into that resume and all the things that people want to hear. But we want to tell the story. And I tell it's not, it's not about our athletic accolades. Mm-hmm. It's all about community, academics, leadership, service. 
And so we're trying to emphasize that now. The next step is to take that in a more social and in social media, which uh, Libby was talking about, how we can do it. But on our website, that's where I wanted to make sure how the direction. What does that mean? They're a servant leader. And so we've got to tell that story, even though that story doesn't get picked up all the time. We've got to continue to believe and help that the student athlete, hope that the student athlete understand this is important. Mm-hmm. These are the things that are important. This is going to make you a difference between, you know, reaching your potential or thinking you almost reach your potential. This is going to make you be a better right. teammate or, you know, the better the better worker or the better community uh, servant or whatever that is. So this is an initiative we started last year, which I really think resonates with them. And then, of course, at the end of the year, we give them awards and that type of thing. So, cool. uh, mm-hmm. so we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that I goes. love it. I love it. Well, amazingly enough, we are at the top of the hour. I could just talk about this, obviously, forever. And I'd love to have both of you back on in the future, you know, as the football program progresses, you know, to talk a little bit more about, you know, how we're using social media at Kennesaw State. Whoops, we have music. (laughs) Not quite sure what's happened. Uh, So let me see. Let me send a quick note to the producer. Somebody else had music. Uh, one of the two of you might have music playing over the phones. I don't have any anything playing. <laughs> this is I can, fun. I can hear music, though. Okay, so we're just going to go ahead and end the program. Um, make sure that you listen next week. I will have a guest host for a couple of weeks. Thank you again to Libby and Vaughn. And I Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. I'm not ashamed to say. Nothing says, I love you, more than milehighradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.